If you were to see Darshan Singh's poetry, is sort of like the icing on the cake. If you had a cake, and the cake was like Karpal, the candles on the cake would be like the current light would be Rajinder Singh, and then. I made it up. <laughs> I'm a top analyst. <laughs> I'm analyzing. <laughs> the flour came from Sawan for the cake, and the wheat came from uh, the wheat in the field. To make the flour came from Jamal and Swamiji, Sirdala Singh, and Kabir and Nanak. And then they harvest the wheat and made flour, and then they made the cake out of Karpal, and then they put icing on the cake which is the poetry of Darshan Singh, and then they lit the candles with Rajinder Singh. Don't read that. Don't read that? Hmm. We're reading from the poetry of Darshan Singh and Love's Last Madness, which is English translation of Mata Inur. Mata Inur, poem 27 and poem 11, and Love's Last Madness, it revised to Jishan. Are you going to listen or take off? <laughs> Without you, I've fallen into a strange, listless state, removed from life's joys, indifferent to fate. Myriad the hearts that beat in this world, but which heart shares in humanity's pain? I'm dying for just one moment of peace. There isn't, this isn't life, but a dirge for life. All things of this fleeting world betrayed me. Only a perfect master proved my friend. In this lustful company, how could love be true? Here there are cups in abundance, all quite empty of wine. I am forever grateful. You've blessed me with paradise. A thought of you transports me to a world of enchanting beauty. Dear, it's so early. The birds are, at least they're up. You wanted to hear poetry on Sunday morning. With birds. You just wanted to listen to birds? Uh -huh. Do you have a different heart, O oh friend, those lost in their own sorrows? My heart grieves for the sorrows of the whole world. Uh -huh. Goodness. The whole world. Uh -huh. the, s the moon and sun, they gaze on me with reverence. Uh -huh. Who knows at whose feet I've bowed my head? Uh -huh. Friends, what can I say about her many splendid hues? Sometimes she's a flame of fire, at times a drop of dew. When did this head of mine ever care for a basance? Uh, who knows why it's finally bowed at your door? Receive from his graceful hand a simple couplet. Goblet of clay reveals no less of Darshan than the fabled cup of Jamshade. It's a famous cup. Now you think about this, the cup in the Persian, right? So, 
Where's the explanation? Well, explanation. Analysis. Uh -huh. What's the analysis say? Poem 11. You see, there's this book in the per Iran, it's Shah Namai, the Book of Kings. Uh -huh. Somehow I like think of it like a cup. Uh, Iran's voluminous national epic written by the uh, Persian poet Ferdasi Abo Quasim Ferdasi in the late 10th and early 11th century tells of a fabulous seven-ringed wine cup filled with the elixir of immortality and owned by the ancient mythical Persian emperor Jamshade, pronounced Jamshade, in Dari, Talek, Taljik, and Urdu, and Jamshid in Persian, Iranian Persian. This cup, called the Jammy Jam Cup of Jamshade, was a Jammy Jam Han Nema, a cup that was been variously described as revealing what was trans. Hiring anywhere in the world or in the seven heavens. Oh, if you heard the thing where, like, they've always had this thing where you look in this cup and you could see uh, what's happening somewhere else. Don't they have that even on the television shows and the cartoons? No. Did you ever see that thing where you look in the cup and you can see something elsewhere? No, in a bowl they took that. The magic ball. The ma it's a magic ball. That's, it's a magic ball. So this is sort of like the magic ball. Maybe that's where the idea came from. But I remember that in childhood, even before learning anything. And I was just. Uh, hmm. I could have a magic cup where I could look and see. Do you think the internet actually gives you the ability to look at a cam and drink coffee cup? Greek coffee. Greek coffee. But we have one. But don't 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 we have uh, oh the Greek coffee? Can't we just turn on a live broadcast? And, and look at uh, YouTube and see what's going on around the world, somewhere else. Uh -huh. I am. I I have to read this again because uh, I have a, a slow understanding, rate of understanding. Uh -huh. Poem 11, which is 27. Without you, I've fallen into a strange, listless state, removed from life's joys and indifferent to fate. Myriad the hearts that beat in this world, but which heart shares in humanity's pain? You think somebody can share in the pain of all of humanity all at once? Seems they can do it. I don't know how they do that. 
I'm dying for just one moment of peace. This isn't life, but a dirge for life. All things of this fleeting world betrayed me. Only a perfect master proved my friend. Hmm. I got the feeling that everything in the fleeting world betrays you. You think a perfect master is the only friend you have? In this lustful world, company, how could love be true? Here there are cups in abundance, all quite empty of wine. I am forever grateful you've blessed me with paradise. A thought of you transports me to a world of enchanting beauty. They have a different heart, O oh friend, those lost in their own sorrows. <laughs> My heart grieves for the sorrows of the whole world. Isn't that interesting that people are lost in their own sorrows? <laughs> huh. Right? <laughs> I'm completely lost in my own sorrows. All I think about is whether the weather's going to be good enough to play tennis. <laughs> and the Master is the only one who grieves for the sorrows of a whole world for everyone else's sorrows. And all the rest of us are thinking about ourselves. God, it's like one person who thinks of others and the rest think of themselves. It's terrible. They have a different heart of friend, those lost in their own sorrows. My heart grieves for the sorrows of the whole world. It's amazing they can do the whole world. That's not even his initiates, that includes uh, everyone else. <laughs> the moon, the moon and sun, they gaze on me with reverence. Who knows at whose feet I've bowed my head? Huh? Friends, what can I say about her many splendid hues? Sometimes she's a flame of fire, at times a drop of dew. Hmm. Friends, what can I say about her many splendid hues? <laughs> splendid, like the many... Hues, hues are the colors. Oh, hues. Many splendored. Love is a many splendored thing. <laughs> Sometimes she's a flame of fire, at times a drop of dew. <laughs> and then he says, When did this head of mine ever care for a basin? Who knows why it finally bowed at your door? Hmm. Received from his graceful hand a simple goblet of clay reveals no less so darshan than the fabled cup of gems shade. Hmm. What? Well, sometimes she, after the many splendid hues, sometimes she's a flame of fire, at times a drop of dew. When did this head of mine ever care for a baissance? Who knows why it's finally bowed at your door? Do we know why it's bowed at all at the door? How'd it get there? Bow, to bow down at the door. 
Did you bow down to the door? Receive from his graceful hand. <laughs> Receive from his graceful hand. A simple goblet of clay reveals no less, O Darshan, than the fable cup of jam shade. From the, that's the Book of Kings. It's a major Iranian book of the Book of Kings. I don't know. I have never read that book, but I thought about it. Uh, Iranian shade. Iranian. The Book of Kings. I'll read that thing again. Huh? That's where you look in the cup and you can see what's going on elsewhere. A magic cup. <laughs> you see that in like these shows uh, on the Arabian Nights. Uh, the ja Shah Namai, Cake Book of Kings, uh, Ferdosi. Yeah. The Jammy Jam Cup. Jam E Jam. The Jammy Jam Neymar. You can not only see what's happening in the world, but you can see what's happening elsewhere in the seven heavens. Uh -huh. Oh, that's pretty good. I wish I had that cup. Uh, or you could have that cup, I guess. Hmm. Do you think? Mm -hmm. Do we have the cup? Uh -huh. Is your third eye the same thing as the cup? When did this head of mine ever care for basins? Did yours ever care? Who knows why it's finally bowed at your door? Are we bowing at, at the door within reading this book? Uh -huh. Receive from his graceful hand a simple goblet of clay reveals no less to Darshan than the fabled cup of Jamshade. Hmm. Hmm. Where the the cup is the fabled cup appears in the Book of Kings. Which is the mythology book of the book of the history of kings in Iran or Persia? Oh, so you look into the cup and you see stone, and you tell stone. Don't you ever ever see like on a TV show like they look in a cup and they they look in a like a crystal ball and they yeah. see they see like on the Wizard of Oz or something they yeah, see well, the crystal ball. Like crystal ball, you see what's happening elsewhere. Uh -huh. Can you see what somebody is doing? Can you see what somebody else is doing? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh -huh. hmm. Poem 12. Uh -huh. Poem 12 in the Mata Inora is poem 15 in Mata Inora. Poem 12 of LLM. Love's Last Madness. So LLM is 12. Whereas M Mata Inur M Mat M N is fifteen.
You want me to read the Urdu? <laughs> I can't read it. Uh, gone is the allure of love. Faded from memory. Now everyone weeps over worldly woes, beloved. What happened? <laughs> worldly woes, beloved. That's where you weep over lost worldly woes, beloved woes. Woes are worldly uh, cares, woes. W-O-E-S. We have, we have to learn basic words. <laughs> That's okay. We're in the non-rushed study, study of poetry while we're staying at home and contemplation. <laughs> With all the time in the world, no rush at all. Because we're locked in to this poetry. <laughs> locked down and locked in. Can't go anywhere else. So great, a woe is a great sorrow or distress, a worldly distress. I know, but, the but then, beloved distress. Do we beloved our distresses? Gone. Oh, well, it's okay. We can go slow because we're we're not rushing anywhere, but into this poetry. Gone is the allure of love. Faded from memory, now everyone weeps over worldly woes, beloved. Do we both? You spell that woes. Woes, W-O-E-S. Do you have woes? Oh, everybody. You have woes sometimes. Are you never distressed at all? Or are you just perfectly happy all the time? Beautiful boy, man. Everything is beautiful in this poetry. That's why, well, after reading it a hundred times, there's a chance we'll understand it. <laughs> I took such pride, I placed such faith in it. Now my heart's an assassin at my throat. <laughs> Beloved, goodness. See, he can be quite, uh, you, you don't like violent thoughts, but... Uh, He's violent towards things. I took such pride. He's violent towards his pride and assassinates it. <laughs> I took such pride. I placed such faith in it. Now my heart's an assassin at my throat, beloved. <laughs> I would like to assassinate my pride. It's a different now. No, it's the same one. Nicely. Right. Well, I'm trying to become nice by reading it. When life's beauty stands revealed in every grain of sand, such is the world my eyes behold, beloved. Hmm. Could I but rest a moment in the thick shade of your terraces, but who can find respite from the trials of the times, beloved? Question mark. It's a question. What is it to me that others flock to temple and mosque? The only holy place for me is where you are, beloved. Grief gone to extremes was its own remedy. See? Grief gone to extremes was its own remedy. 
Now, despite theory of extremes, yeah, the, I am it uh, manifests likewise. Well, I can agree with the theory of extremes. Two, two extremes manifest the same way. They manifest the same way. Yeah, what do you mean by it? Hmm? Extremes. What do you mean the by it? In extremes are the same. Extremes are the same. In, a, in extreme, cold or extreme uh, heat. Uh, you have same reactions in a way. Okay, seems of What is it you see in an extreme? Maybe my friend wants And he says it also. Some Maybe people say that extremes can. turn into the opposite. One to another. And theodroma. So like an extreme cold turns into the same manifestation. It feels like extreme heat in a way. Extreme cold. It has the same manifestation, you could say. The, there is vapor when there's extreme cold. So grief gone to extremes was its own remedy. No tear stains my eye, no complaint taints my lips, so beloved. That, uh, that hmm. What? The last sentence before you read. You mean grief? Uh, well, the extremes to be right. Grief gone to extremes was its own remedy. Was his own remedy. Yeah? Was its own was remedy. Was. Yeah, that's it. Twelve six. Mm -hmm. Reading from poem became, twelve. So it 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 became like uh, uh, healing in a way. We don't rush through these poems because we're not Russian. We're reading English poems. <laughs> Poem 12, poem 6. Well, we have some clues from Kalib. <laughs> Kalib has two famous verses on the cure for grief. Ishrat i quatra he daram menfana ho jana dartka ha tsa kuzarana he dava ho jana. The ecstasy of the drop is to be lost in the sea. When pain transcends its limit, it becomes its own cure. See, Talib says that. When pain transcends its limit, it becomes its own cure. What? Well, I'm photographing it in my mind right now. If we get further elucidation into these verses, <laughs> dear, do you have to now? Which poem? This one? Kalib? Do you remember the page? Yeah, you can go back to a review. We're into an extremely long review, an unending review of these poems. Raj, Ranj, Sa, Kukar, Hun, Insan, Imit, Chata, He, Jan, when grief becomes a habit, the suffering disappears. <laughs> wow. When grief becomes a habit, the suffering disappears. So many woes. Addiction is I had to face that sorrow has become easy. That's why people get addicted to bad things. Dear here it says when this is Kalib. Remember we read Kalib a little bit and it was yeah. mm -hmm. we had a quite like exotic book of Kalib. Mm -hmm. It was quite interesting. Mm -hmm. 
When grief becomes a habit, the suffering disappears. So many woes I've had to face that sorrow has become easy. He's had so many sorrows, it became easy. If we had a lot of sorrows, we could learn to manage sorrow. <laughs> hmm. The present age has seen the human conscience torn to shreds, so thorny the dilemmas of right and wrong, beloved. Tarshan, too, could have built a nest in the garden, but the debt of thanks to the gardener he could not bear, beloved. Poem. Hmm. This verse is, is in the Urdu tradition of Kuda. Q-K-H-W-U-D-I or self-respect. The poet doesn't want to be indebted to anyone for that would entail subservience and dependence. And in a well-known verse in the tradition, Iqbal, now we have another famous poet, Iqbal. See, we have uh, famous Urdu poets, Iqbal and Khalib. Who writes about the royal falcon, this symbol of dignity and self-respect to uh, this may take the whole reading on one poem. Kizer Aquakarlitahe. Mist wilderness and mountains. He is content to pass his days. For the falcon to build himself a nest amounts to self disgrace. Oh, now he's saying the falcon does not build a nest. He missed wilderness and mountains. He's content to pass his days. For the falcon to build himself a nest amounts to self-disgrace. In another verse he goes on to say, so far as to say, I've raised my self-respect to such a height that even God, before bidding his servant do something, must ask, What is your will? Darshan's attitude in this verse is fully in line with the teachings of the Satmat saints, the great medieval Indian poet Saint Kabir, 1440-1518, who is often referred to as the father of Satmat, the father of modern spirituality, speaks in no uncertain terms about the destructive effects of dependency on others. Magan, Mahan, Someone, hey, begging amounts to death. Uh oh. He says, begging amounts to death. Extend not your hand for alms. This is the Sadhguru's teaching. It is better to die than to beg. Wow. This is anti begging. It's better to die than to beg. Another doa, Kapod of Kabir, in the same vein, is as follows. Gone are dignity and respect, affectionate looks from others. These three vanish from your life once you start saying, Give me. Ooh. Oh, we shouldn't beg, I guess. Who's this spoiled now? Well, we've come all the way around to analysis of Kabir, and we've read Iqbal and Khalib, and we, an hour, we were looking... Well, the last, the last verse says, Darshan too could have built a nest in the garden, but the death of thanks to the gardener he could not bear, beloved. 
the, you know, like he could have built a nest like the falcon could have, but he kept flying all around and he became a falcon, Darshan. He didn't build a nest and settle down and do nothing. <laughs> and he didn't. So uh, we'll read this rather difficult, uh, advanced poem. That's why we say this is the icing on the cake of mysticism. It's not just the, the body of it, like Kirpal Singh created a whole bunch of books that are the body of the teachings. So. And Darshan put the icing on the cake and the refined elements of poetry. Gone is the allure of love, faded from memory. Now everyone weeps over worldly woes, beloved. I took such pride, I placed such faith in it. Now my heart's an assassin at my throat, beloved. When life's beauty stands revealed in every grain of sand, such is the world my eyes behold, beloved. Could I but rest a moment in the thick shade of your tresses, but who can find respite from the trials of the times, beloved? What is it to me that others flock to temple and mosque? The only holy place for me is wherever you are, beloved. Grief gone to extremes was its own remedy. No tear stains my eye, no complaint taints my lips, beloved. The present age has seen the human conscience torn to shreds. So thorny the dilemmas of right and wrong, beloved. Darshan too could have built a nest in the garden, but the debt of thanks to the gardener he could not bear, beloved. You see. Uh, Darshan too could have built a nest in the garden, but the debt of thanks to the gardener he could not bear, mm -hmm. beloved. Mm -hmm. That's where he quotes Kalib and Kalib and Iqbal and Kabir. <laughs> He probably the big names into it. <laughs> this is heavy. Where do you see Kabir today? Uh, let me go back. The analysis came back. The analysis does. Those are supposed to have influenced him upon this quotation and the literature of Urdu poetry. We're reading from the classics of Urdu poetry, and this of. <laughs> Poem 12, which is uh, poem 15 in Mata Inur. Any comment? Mm -mm. Mm. Oh, you like the Kalib quote, which was... Uh, what was Kalib's quote? Mm. I think that's what you liked. Uh, mm. What did Kobleeb say? He said, The ecstasy of the drop is to be lost in the sea. When pain transcends its limit, it becomes its own cure. Yeah, this is true. 